1040 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer and spirits radio show. Beer. Now, Just Here for the Beer Radio, here's your host, Joe Leary. Well, as the big-voiced man says, it is Just Here for the Beer Radio. I'm Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from JustHereForTheBeer.com. You got it on TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca. And just here for the beers on the road. Yes. Everybody's on the road. Yes. Yeah, baby. Yes. Round 12 of it. <laughs> yeah, listen to that crowd. We are on the road in <laughs> North Vancouver broadcasting from the legendary Gull, the Gull on First Avenue East. First Avenue East. And we're focusing on the Shipyards Brewery District in Lower Lonsdale. On the show, you will hear from Beer Brewing. You will hear from Streetcar yeah. Brewing. You will hear from Greenleaf Brewing. You'll hear from North Point Brewing. We'll talk to uh, Phil Tapping, who's the general manager of this legendary establishment called The Gull, and longtime friend of the show, Mr. Darren Hollett from House of Funk. Now, yeah, this uh, this is full disclosure. We go back a long way. We've been fans, friends and fans of Darren and, and all he's been doing, various breweries that he's worked at. Thank you. But uh, you managed to pull this thing together uh, because, again, this is a really blossoming community of breweries up here. It is. It yeah. is. And it's growing every day. We're uh, Hopefully we'll have... Two more breweries, a uh, distillery and a cidery. Lord have mercy. By this, yeah, right. By this summer. <laughs> so it, it's a district which is blossoming. Uh, we're at the Gull, which is honestly yep. my favorite spot to come yep. to. Yep. Great beer list. Fantastic burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, amazing, amazing burgers. Oh, amazing oh, burgers. Oh, really yes, yes. So we decided to do uh, community-based shows because, again, virtually any area that's got a decent-sized populace has a decent amount of breweries or at least plans for, for more. Um, but, you know... We've got, like, for example, I know that uh, beer brewing is thir- three years old. Uh, streetcar brewing is about a year old. Yes. You are, your brewery, House of Funk, We're is... About a year and a half. A year and a half. May, yeah, May was our uh, anniversary. And uh, the OG is uh, Greenleaf, Greenleaf Brewing. It is. Seven. Seven years Damn. old. But, I mean, in relative terms, that's still young. It but is. it's amazing how much has transpired in such a short period of time. That's very true. Yeah. Um, no, and we're fortunate. I mean, to have to have these neighborhoods, and I, I think like that word is is important because ultimately nowadays neighborhood districts is what is successful. Mm-hmm. And so having all these breweries that are popping up. And every single one of us is full. And so we're lucky where on weekends, we have a 20-minute lineup at each one of our spots. And so clearly the area can sustain additional breweries. And so I do feel that when you start to look at COVID times and and, and what's successful, it's what's popping up in a spot that's really accessible to the homes and, and whatnot where people are leaving and either they're commuting or they're they're walking it down and they and they take that brewery district as their own and they're taking ownership of that so um, that's really healthy and yeah, amazing th- to see. Th- th- this is my backyard and it's it is amazing to see because uh, where you are for example house of funk you have, you know, you're just down the street from Beer Brewing, which is on East Esplanade. Yep. And if you're not an automotive repair <laughs> shop, you're generally you're not in that area. You're, you're, yep. you're a brewery, <laughs> and, and it's it's incredible to see. So um, now, let me ask, because you mentioned COVID. You, d- you dropped the C-bomb there. So because of COVID, uh, you've had to sort of adapt, as has every business yes, that correct. wants to try, because your capacity has been cut. You're not a big room to begin with. No. But uh, you've managed to adjust and, and, and take care of the, the social distancing and that. And you have the, the street extensions, and we're hoping that those things will be continued. So far, so good? So far, so good. The city of North Vancouver has been fantastic, as has the liquor board as well. 
Uh, we recently saw a, an extension granted till the end of COVID. Uh, and, and what that looks like is they're allowing us to winterize our, our extension. So all of us have received extensions on our outside space. Um, we're right out in the street. So where you used to park directly in front of the brewery, That's in front right. of the tap room, yeah. we've taken that over. And so it's great because people still want to come out. And so we're going to enclose it. We're going to put up heaters, as is everybody in the district. And it's been, it honestly has been a, a change in pace when you deal with government. Government has historically been very slow. You're looking at seven to 12 months to turn something around. Whereas the previous uh, patio extension that we applied for was two days. Two days mm-hmm. to turn around. That's yeah. fantastic. And so there, there's been a lot of... Uh, they've realized the hospitality industry needs this and people want to get out. So we're, we're social distancing. We're having those tables where everyone's distanced apart. We have plexiglass if we're trying to split a table. Um, we're doing our part. Our customers are doing their part. It's been good. And I think, Joe, that goes to, to, to those restrictions that we've had before with the whole chicken little mentality where the sky is falling and everything's going to fall apart if I give you this or if I give you that. Now we've had an opportunity to, to dial that back and say, look, We've done this. We've done it successfully. We've been responsible with it. Our customers have been responsible mm-hmm. with it. And, and everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Why can't we move this well, forward? I, I yep. totally agree. And the other thing that you have to consider is that once uh, once a privilege is taken away from you, it's really tough to get it back. Like the, roll, the rollback to 10 p.m. is the you know last call mm-hmm. and you have till 11 o'clock. That's hit a lot of businesses hard. It has. Because, I mean, especially if you're a downtown evening-oriented business, that's where you do your business is post-10 p.m. So I don't know if that's coming back anytime soon. You weren't a, a late-night operation to begin. We so. weren't. And it, like, to be frank, uh, that uh, like, as breweries, particularly in our district, that didn't affect us that mm-hmm. much. It affected us by about half an hour. But the yeah. people I feel sorry for is the, the larger hospitality groups. The Donnelly groups and places yeah, like that. Yeah. They, they really took a hit because they see a lot of sales after that 10 p.m. marker. And I'm hopeful that maybe the government were, should consider that on a case-by-case basis or, I mean, ultimately, as long as we're all following the rules and we have that uh, that distance between people, there's no reason why we can't see yeah, people come back. Yeah, for sure. What's, uh, what's new on tap in uh, House of Funk, Mr. Hollett? We have a few. Okay. Uh, so we just tapped debauchery, which we're really Uh-oh. excited about. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 10.5% bourbon barrel oh age. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Normally nine months. This one was 12. Uh, yeah. Sits in Basil Hayden barrels. Yeah. So we have that on nitro. Uh, that's a that will yeah. that will sneak up on yeah, you. It will sneak up on you for Funnel, sure. So. Funnily enough, you uh, you had you gifted us with some of that the last time we oh, saw yeah? you at the at the brewery. Did you have some. And well, as you know, yes, uh, November first is my <laughs> one year, <laughs> and I can then drink beer again. But I gave it to a beer aficionado friend of mine, and he texted me later that night, going, "Holy blank." I don't want to swear because it's not cool to swear. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but he, <laughs> he, was, uh, he was pretty impressed with it. So Thank good you. on it. And uh, quickly, uh, coffee's going good. Coffee's going good. Coffee's going great. Uh, this is the year. This is the time of year for coffee. Yeah. yeah. So we're, I mean, the intent was to open up House of Funk where we had both coffee, we had beer. We love both. But really to have it so that the two of them would sustain each other sure. in their different off seasons because they're, they're somewhat opposite. That's right. And uh, we've seen some of the best months we've seen for coffee. We're doing, a, we're doing a subscription program. So if you go on our website right now, you can sign up for it. Where on a monthly or bi-monthly basis, you will get coffee to your door in your mailbox. And we do one standard and then one rotating coffee. So we're really stepping up our, our coffee program. Anne's been killing it in terms of the roast from day one. But uh, it's a cool subscription program. Well, so it's, nice. it's cool beers. It's cool everything. 350 East Esplanade, House of Funk Brewing, just down the street from Beer Brewing in North yes, Vancouver. Sir. Darren Hall, always a pleasure. And thank you for making today happen. Thank yes, you. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. 
Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor. Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. Your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now on special, Fubber's Folly Ride the Lightning Tall Can 4-Pack. Only twelve forty-nine. you save $3. Smuggler's Trail Captain Stone Lager 6-Pack for eleven eighty-nine. you save $2. Stella Artois 12-Pack for twenty-seven twenty-nine. save a buck and a half and get a free charcuterie board with purchase and Mike's Blue Freeze 355 milliliter six pack only nine ninety nine saving three dollars. These prices in effect through November eleventh. Visit Liquor on two forty eighth two forty eighth Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN ten forty. Once again, here's your host Joe Leary. Welcome to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca, also on the iHeartRadio app. Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer Limited at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also check us out on Facebook. And we're doing a road show, another road show I in know, North Vancouver. Awesome? North yeah. Vancouver. Uh, this, is the, this is the Lower Lonsdale, sh- br- the Shipyards Brewing District. This is a really cool community, as every community seems in the province now has some sort of beer scene going That's on. Right. And I can't believe that they've just turned three years of age, but this is the first appearance on Just Here for the Beer Brewing. Yeah. Welcome, Beer Brewing. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, thanks for having us, th- you guys. Yeah, as we broadcast from the Gull on First Avenue in North Vancouver, Craig Beer is the president and co-founder, and Kyle Nelms is the general manager. Uh, welcome to our radio program. Why did it take you three years? Why did we got to come to you? Is that it? We got to come to North Van. You want to come? Okay. Yeah, I think we've yeah we've spoken a few times. Three uh three very eventful years, and uh, boy, you've seen a lot change because if you go back three years ago, what was the beer scene in North Van? We were the first one here in beer scene. Well, on in the shipyards area. Yeah. But uh, lots of changes. You had streetcar and a few others, but we're the first one in this area. So go ahead, you can embellish. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Greenleaf exists too, so let's uh, let's not forget them. But. yeah, in our little area here, we were kind of kind of pioneers, and uh, it's been kind of cool to kind of see how that goes and see how it's grown up around us. So, Craig, you sought out the area. Did you foresee that others would follow suit in this tight-knit area here? I think at the time, no, you know, <laughs> honestly. So I had the building which I had purchased, you know, back in 2009, timber company above, downstairs was used for storage right. and whatever. And my son, Matt Beer, co-founder, um, was making phenomenal beer. You know, we kind of started off using coolers and different, you know, just hodgepodge, just home brewing, home brewing. And then, uh, then we built a brew house, a Brutus 10 and, you know, started developing recipes or he did and a few of his buddies. And I'm like, wow, this beer is awesome. You know, beer's great. I'm down in Portland with timber and doing different things, drinking beer from some of the great producers down there and going, geez, Matt, your beer is right there. So we've got this space downstairs, you know, you know, maybe we we'll, maybe, you know, <laughs> we'll give you a third of it and we can start brewing at a small scale. And next thing you know, we, I put it out a tenant and <laughs> hired brewer consultants <laughs> and next thing you know, and then, uh, it was on. and then it was on. So there we go. And the origin of the name, it should be noted that your last, last name, name is Beer, beer yeah. in, indeed. With an E. With an, With an E. e. Had to do end. it. Uh, yep. Located on Esplanade East, 312 Esplanade East. So Kyle, when did you come on board? Ah, uh, yeah. Not short, uh, not too long after we we had opened. I uh, I was working for Craig in the timber company, and uh, yeah, funny story. One day I'm working away at my desk, and he's he's kind of in the boardroom puttering around on stuff, and 
you know, I'd been sticking my nose into some meetings and putting up some ideas, and Craig calls me into the boardroom. I'm like, oh, shoot, like he's going to tell me. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> get to work. This isn't what we pay you for. And he said, you know, do you, would you like to, you know, come on and, and help manage the brewery? And at the time, I was waiting to do teaching practicums, actually, uh, through UBC, and I said, eh, you can always go back and do that. So um, I had a little bit of background in, in beverage distribution and, and a couple of those other things, production. So I thought, yeah, I'd give it a go, and I never looked back. Couldn't be happier. It's so cool to work uh, with a family business. Um, yeah. Tight-knit group. We've had, we, have, we have staff that predate me there, so, and they're still there. So that's so cool to show that kind of continuity and then to help, you know, help build something up i mean craig did a lot of the heavy lifting before i had even shown up but uh to help build something further along and see it progress has been really rewarding and, and it's really cool to see you know how far it's gone and how far it could go in the future our guests are craig beer the president and co-founder and kyle nelms the general manager of beer brewing at 312 esplanade east on just here for the beer radio broadcasting from the gull in north vancouver Craig, there's an old adage that if you want to make a million dollars in beer, you got to spend two million. What uh, <laughs> what made you? Do- <laughs> you like that one, eh? Kind of stuck up on you. I love it. Okay. <laughs> you're going to say Your that a lot. Your numbers are kind of bang on. You, you can quote me. What, so what what made you decide? Okay, let's take this from just my kid making cool beers to let's develop a brewery. Well, it's, it's a really strange thing because I don't know. It was even years before incorporating a brewery, which is 2014. And starting to do some of the licensing and zoning in 2015. Um, I was on the internet, beer brewing, you know, looking up, you know, domain mm-hmm. names. Well, no one had it. It was like years before that. And I go, this is kind of cool. And Matt, you know, was home brewing for about 10 years. So it was one of these things that just, just kind of naturally, naturally flowed. Mm-hmm. And it, we were going to start a lot smaller. And then, well, gee whiz, you know, to get a certain size tasting room, we've got to have this much production area. It's 20% of the, you know, the overall area. And it just kind of grew from there. And, you know, we had to do a few things to the building that I wasn't counting on. So that kind of, you know, size map grades, whatever, but kind of. And, and the thing that. It got bigger than sure. <laughs> we thought. So the thing that's interesting, Rick, is we've noted, because a lot of these places, they, they put all their sweat equity into getting this thing up and running and next thing you know you're at max capacity and you don't really have the room you don't have a whole lot of room we, in beer brewing yeah. yeah we're, we're small yeah. so it would be nice if we were bigger we can go out the back you know so we we can push it probably out another 70 feet out the back and do some more development stuff so yeah there's room to grow on the site so one of the other cool we'll things uh good foresight by craig is he built up something that was from a production standpoint, a little bit further along than it needs to be when we first opened, um, which has given us room to grow and do all the cool stuff that we are doing, have the flexibility to make all these beers and all different ones and not be not be hampered on the production side so that was a really cool thing of him to kind of give that forethought into it and, and kind of plan ahead and to, you know what know. and that takes some foresight and almost that little crystal ball like <laughs> yeah. how are we going to do this mm-hmm. what's going to yeah. work what's not going to work I mean you, yeah. you're kind of stuck with that footprint and so you got to make the best of the it the best right? of what it is and it's really tight and yeah so it's tight from a production standpoint speaking of making the best of it this COVID-19 darn thing that's around is not going away anytime soon and I know that there have been some provisions allocated like extra space outside Mm -hmm. and i don't know if the plan is to keep that going forward but it sort of adds a little dimension but it's even if it wasn't born out of necessity it's kind of nice to have that street side dining or drinking as well it's absolutely fabulous and as kyle can tell you as well it's great we've been able to add all the extra tables out there Mm -hmm. it's great for the community whether it's house of funk we're all Mm -hmm. doing something outside and very much European, mm-hmm. but it's great. And, and it's kind of cool when you're when you're driving by on that stretch of, oh, of, of the road, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, you look to your right, and you're like, "Oh, there's an outside 
right? There's an outside yeah. deck on that side, and you go a little further. It's like, ooh, there's another one. Well, you, yeah, you look at it. We were the first down there, kind of a little bit boring as soon as, you know, Darren House of Funk yeah. came yeah. up. You know, that attracted more people to the area. Now with the patios, what's going on here? It's interesting. It's fun. And you know what? Quite honestly, summer's been pretty great. It has. And it's also been great to see the response because virtually every brewer that we've talked to has been overwhelmed by the support of locals taking advantage of the fact that, you know, if you're going to be quarantined for a period of time, beverages are kind of nice to go along with You better believe it. (laughs) So with that in mind, then, I must ask what plans, because we've been lucky thus far in October. It Mm -hmm. hasn't turned really BC-ish yet. But that's coming. We know that. So what what plans do you have going forward with the outdoor? Well, we've just finished a new permanent deck out the front. So I don't know if if you saw it today. So that's off. We're just in the process of looking at roofing or retractable roofing, lighting. And and then we also have our temporary, you know, seating that we're going to get as a result of having to do our six, you know, two meter spacing and stuff. So, yeah, I would say the other thing that's been really cool as the weather's gotten worse is we've seen kind of a bit of resurgence in that home delivery that uh, was so popular at the beginning of COVID. And um, yeah, it's super, super cool for us to be able to come right to your house and bring, bring the brewery right to you. So that's been a really good thing. Now let's talk about the beers. What, what is beer brewing known (laughs) for? What's the, what's the, what's the superstar beer? Well, well, we funny you should mention. <laughs> yeah, but you should mention. I do this a little bit. Um, so yeah, we got uh, we got kind of a good spread. Like we did mention earlier that we did have kind of a smaller space, but uh, I think I think Matt and the team they do a really good job and of scheduling out all kinds of different things. So yeah, um, some of the most popular we got our Pinky Tuscadero Raspberry Lemonade Sour. That one was cool. We've got it on the table here. Uh, it started off as kind of a one-off kind of experiment that we want to do, and it kind of got a life of its own. That was uh, two marches ago. Um, and it's kind of yeah, it's our one of our best sellers now. It's always around. We always have it, and uh, it's been kind of kind of a bit of a cult following in the community here. Like, you think you know a pink sour beer, you know you got some maybe some preconceived notions about who might be drinking <laughs> those, and <laughs> you see a bunch of bunch of workers from the shipyards sitting out on the patio, and they've all got pink beers in front of them yeah. on the desk. Some big burly yeah. guys in yeah. Carhartt. Big, big you know, tattoos <laughs> all down there. It's just like drinking pinky. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, but awesome. yeah, that's not it. We got uh, our Metal Floss IPA. Uh, it's been fantastic. That one really helped put us on the map. We actually received a cane brewing award in our first uh, first Pretty year cool. of operation. Wow. Wow. A bronze medal in the Imperial IPA category, but uh, that was a really cool thing, and that really gave us that kind of self, like, revalidated what we thought we were doing, and right. that was really cool for us very first canning run of metal the floss. very first matt sent some cans you know back to halifax and there just you happened go. to be happened to, yeah. so that was cool and then our go easy pale ale I, I tell everyone you know that's the one that my craft beer community friends can they, they'll reach for that and my dad will drink it too so that's mm-hmm. like a good that's a great thing for me and so that's like a big big dry hot pale ale and yep. yeah so those are kind of three but we've got a kind of an ever-rotating schedule on our beers and we're always putting out new stuff we focus really on experimentation and trying new things as well as keeping things really high quality and providing awesome service that are tasting them. And of course available here at The Gull. It is Absolutely. Beer Brewing at 312 Esplanade East at Beer Brewing Co. on Twitter and Instagram. Congrats on the third year anniversary as of October Thank 20th. You. Very yeah. fresh. Craig Beer and Kyle Nelms and let's promise us you won't wait three more years before you join <laughs> exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. us. Hey, you know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> this was lots oh, of fun you guys. This is fun. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. 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 Th
Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor. Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. Your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now on special, Fubber's Folly Ride the Lightning Tall Can 4-Pack. Only twelve forty-nine. you save $3. Smuggler's Trail Captain Stone Lager 6-Pack for eleven eighty-nine. you save $2. Stella Artois 12-Pack for twenty-seven twenty-nine. save a buck and a half and get a free charcuterie board with purchase and Mike's Blue Freeze 355 milliliter six pack only $9.99 saving $3. These prices in effect through November 11th. Visit Liquor on 248th, 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing in Lower Lonsdale, North Vancouver. Good Lad is Vancouver's only three-in-one shop where you can do some shopping, get a haircut or beard trim, and grab a coffee or drink in our cafe. We carry everything from apothecaries such as beard bombs and shave creams to Canadian-made brands such as Viberg Boots and Vancouver's own Raining Champ. Everything in the shop is ethically sourced, meaning everything is either Canadian or American-made, and our coffee beans are literally roasted two blocks away. Check us out on social media at Good Lad Clothing or visit the website goodladclothing.com for a better look at what we do and our latest drops. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040. Once again, here's your host, Joe Leary. Just Here for the Beer Radio, TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca, also on the iHeartRadio app. As we broadcast from the Gull on 1st Street in North Vancouver, the Lower Lonsdale Shipyards Brewing District is being featured. And it's kind of cool. This is the OG. Green yes. Street yeah. Greenleaf Brewing is the OG on the North Shore. And uh, Amir Abadi is the, um, is the co-owner. How long does, Green, uh, does Greenleaf go back? So in December of this year, we hit seven years. Seven years. So wow. you're, you really are the OG on the North Shore. Right? <laughs> the OG. Yeah. yeah. So what when you opened up? I mean, again, you're in the Lonsdale Key, uh, and there was no North Vancouver beer scene at all. What what do you think when you look on the landscape now and see what's developed? Yeah. So when we were coming in, there was two existing North Vancouver beer breweries. Uh, one was Deep Cove, the other was Bridge. Yeah. But we were actually the city of North Vancouver's right. first brewery. Right. So uh, yeah, it's been a great seven years and. The last few years have been great because these guys came and yeah, it changed it, the whole scene, right? The whole dynamics it, yeah. and everybody. Well, yeah. you, but you used the word there wasn't a scene before. Yeah, no. there were other breweries on the North Shore, but in this particular area, yeah. I mean, you guys really started something. And and of course, back in the day, back in the old days, like in February, when there was like see, like <laughs> foot traffic going through the Lonsdale Key, you were probably doing extremely well. How did COVID affect your business? Well, definitely, uh, yeah, we've, we've stopped comparing to last year, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, but in a way, uh, after all the impact, we're grateful that we started a brewery in North Vancouver because sure. the community that you have here, you can't find anywhere else, yeah. in, in my biased opinion. Yeah. So we are grateful still. It's a lot better than we expected. I'm sure a lot of these other breweries will tell you that as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's been a lot better than we thought. What is what is Greenleaf known for? What's what's your go-to style of beer, or is it is it a variety of beers? So we do stick to the classics, whether it's uh, lager, dark lagers, ambers, uh, classic West Coast pale ale, West Coast IPAs. More because our demographic is a lot different from these guys. Uh, with us, a lot of tourists come by the Lonsdale Key area. Back right. in the old days, like yeah. February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with them. 
you're kind of the first person to introduce them to beer. Sure. Right? So, like, craft beer is much more different than what they've been drinking before. So, in a way, it's great that we get to introduce them to that. And we just say, like, oh, now that you've, you've had this, you can go to the other spots, other breweries in the area. Check this out. Check that yeah. out. For so, sure. Amira Body is the co-owner of Greenleaf Brewing in the Lonsdale Key, just here for the Beer Radio and TSN 1040. Uh, let's go back to those legendary days, like, seven years ago. W- was, it, was it easy to establish yourself as a as a new brewery in the city of north van uh the support was amazing but yes i would agree that a lot of people were just new to craft beer right uh there wasn't many that like there wasn't many craft breweries in all of north vancouver or just vancouver in general back then so a lot of times you do have to explain that this is a different type of style and this is a different type of beer and Well, we just celebrated the 10th anniversary of this radio show, and in 2010, there was 52 breweries in British Columbia, and today there's about 204, (laughs) and growing. And growing. There's still two more coming to the North Shore, but it's amazing because every every area that has a population base, a decent population base, now has a brewing district, which is incredible. Yeah, it is great. It's great for us that it keeps growing as well because we have so many people just come and do these uh, beer tours, so that's a... You know, those mm-hmm. are people we didn't encounter before. And one of the things that's nice about the North Shore Brewery scene that w- that that's over here is you're, you're pretty close to walking distance oh, yeah. between everybody, yeah. right? So it's it's not like you got to jump in a car and drive. So what are your uh, current uh, conditions in terms of uh, you've got room for people to be socially distant and do all of that wonderful stuff? What are your hours of operation? Hours of operation still uh, 11 a.m. Just because we like to be open early with the market hours, being inside Lonzo Key. And then to the 10 p.m. restriction currently. And is it strictly in-house product, or is there packaged product as well from from Greenleaf? We've just transitioned to in-house in the past uh, year or two. Well, we wish you luck because these are these are crazy times. But you've yep. you've got seven years under your belt. You're, you're doing <laughs> something right. So far, so good. <laughs> Amira Body, the co-owner of Greenleaf Brewing in the Lonsdale Key in North Vancouver. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers. You. Just here for the beer radio is sponsored in part by our friend Armin at Twelve Kings Pub at the corner of Twelfth and Kingsway in Vancouver. It's your local sports hub for all sports with sound. If you're an NFL fan, pop in for NFL Sundays, all games with the NFL Sunday ticket, and they open at nine thirty on Sunday mornings. There's also NFL on Thursday nights, along with trivia and. DJ Storm. It's 12 Kings Pub at the corner of 12th and Kingsway in Vancouver. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040, TSN 1040.ca, an iHeart radio station. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer Limited at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. We're broadcasting from the Gull on First Street in North Vancouver. It is a special dedicated show as we promote and showcase the Lower Lonsdale Shipyards Brewing District breweries. And we're pleased to have back on the show for their yes. second appearance, the gentleman from North Point Brewing, located on First Street East, just down from the Gull. Liam Jeffries is the operations manager 
and owner, and Paul Kovamish is the head brewer. Welcome back to the show. Did you miss us? Yes, we did. <laughs> Thanks for having us back. Oh, it's nice. Appreciate but, you know, the time we had you on the show, I think you were just about to open, or you had just opened... Just about to open. I think we were here January. I yeah. think yeah. you guys were pulling so, the plastic off of the chairs yeah, yeah, that had so. just been yeah. delivered. Yeah. yeah. So take COVID out of it for a moment, if we can. It's hard to, it's hard to erase COVID-19, yeah. but just take it out. What what was the transition when you opened your doors? What what was it like? It was amazing. So we did a week long of soft opening. Lots of friends coming in, coming through. And uh, that was uh, getting the feedback from everyone and the beers, because it was our first run on the beers at that point. And uh, really good feedback. We were super happy with everything, thanks to Paul and brewing some good beers. And uh, the response was great. And then we opened doors. I think it was a Friday, um, December 6th. Uh, opened the doors to the public, and it uh, was it was a huge success right from the start. And I'm, I'm yeah. curious because in the old days, when you had a business, you would put like the first dollar bill or whatever. Yeah. You would have that on the wall. What do you do in these in this in this digital era? What do you put on the wall? That first dollar bill probably went right out the door again, yeah. right? First yeah. interact receipt or, or I, what? I, like every every can every can from every canning run, I take one can, I put that on yeah. the uh, yeah. on the nice. shelf somewhere to look at that. So, so Paul, as uh, as head brewer, what is your background? You're not an you're not an old man. I no. mean, you, you look relatively and youthful. beardless. Yeah, and beardless. Yeah. I don't think I've shaved since I last saw <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so, uh, what? Uh, yeah. Tell us your backstory. What what got you into brewing beer? Um, I knew all the way back in high school that I wanted to do this. Um, I had people. Uh, in my Hang fam- on, you wouldn't have tried beer in high school, though, would you? <laughs> no, not on <laughs> record, no. But uh, I started home, you know, home yeah. brewing, and um, people liked it, and I pursued a degree in food science. Um, and I got my degree at the end of uh, 2016, at which point I started working at uh, a brewery in East Vancouver, uh, Parallel 49. I was there for two and a half years. And uh, at the tail end of that, um, got in touch with Liam, uh, and he was opening brewery with, with him and some friends. And uh, they decided to take me on as the head brewer, and that was a dream come true for myself. So, what um, is what is the process like when you're opening a brewery? Because it's it's pivotal around your brewer. If you don't have a good brewer, you don't have a good brewery. So, how do you how does that process work? Do you say, hey, I'm thinking of you, maybe make me some beer, or what? How do you how do you try this guy out? Yeah, a lot of interviews. Uh, we went through that whole interview process, and uh, yeah, I think we sat down with Paul and kind of discussed the whole. Paul comes from Parallel Forty Nine, so discussed what he was making there, what he was involved with there, and then we did some test batches. We bought a mini pilot system actually through Parallel 49. So we got that through them, did some test batches on a, it's about 50 liters worth at a time. And uh, we were super happy with him, fit in well with the team, which is also very important. Personalities have to mesh exactly. here, not yeah. just the beer yeah. side of things. Right? Yeah, because yeah. no, so. no offense intended, but there are some rather odd brewers out unique. there. Unique, unique, yeah, yeah. very Especially, unique. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it, drives, it, it brings in a unique crowd. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, for it sure. does. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, at the end of the day, though, who calls the beer? Is it a collaborative thought? Like, do you, Liam, do you say, here's what I want us to make? Do you, Paul, say, here's what I want you to have me make? Or what? how does that work? I, I think we both come with, uh, you know, different angles and different ideas. But usually we can pretty quickly uh, find one that we want to do and, and, and make. Um, and uh, I don't know, what do you think, I think? Yeah, we, uh, we now have three brewers, so two other guys as well as Paul so we've expanded for sure and we kind of sit down once every Monday and uh, go over a schedule for coming upcoming months etc some creative beers to come up with and 
Yeah, we got some good ones coming down the pipe going into winter here. So yeah, and Paul can expand more on that. Well, before that, I want to ask you uh, how you fared during the initial quarantine period when all of a sudden you had to, and again we use the word to death, pivot, pivot, yeah, and uh, maybe become a delivery service or a takeaway as opposed to you know drink in. How, how did uh, how did that fare? How did you fare on that? Yeah, so the support from I mean North Shore was incredible in itself. We uh, we had a few months there when we were open without COVID. COVID hit, we had to shut the doors and we just got everything as much as we could into cans. We offered a free delivery service um, every day, same day delivery orders before one. Uh, got that going and, and yeah, the support was amazing. We sold thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of cans and we still continue to do that service every now and again, but um, hopefully we don't have to get back into it. So. But, but, yeah, but no. you're prepared in the event that that, it, we that, are. that has we, to happen. On that note, yeah, we've now got a canning line. Right. So we do all of the canning ourselves. We can about 2,000 cans per batch. So we are canning every single beer we brew now. We're talking with the gentleman of North Point Brewing, 266 First Street East in North Vancouver. Liam Jeffries, the operations manager slash owner. Paul Kovamis, the head brewer. Okay, Paul, it's your turn to shine. Tell us what your beers are. What do you do? Uh, all right, so um, we got... Uh, we got here our fresh hop supernova IPA. So it's a fresh hop IPA. And I was super excited to make this one because I've never made a fresh hop before. Um, so we got 80 pounds of Comet hops from Bredenhof Hop Farms in um, Chilliwack. So now were you able to go out and pick them up fresh? Unfortunately not, but they, oh. they, they, they did they pick did them fresh for me and they, nice. they delivered you know same day. Um, and I just, you know, I added the hops every which way I could. I put them in the mash. I put them in the first wart. I, you know, put them in the whirlpool. Um, and what came out was this 6.9%, um, you know, really, really kind of rhubarbery, you know, nice kind mm-hmm. of comet fresh, fresh flavor. Now, now 6.9, you're kind of pushing that envelope to move, move, it, m- yeah. move into that strong beer category. Yeah, yeah. that moves so, the needle a bit. Yeah, yeah but uh, it doesn't taste like it's 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 that nice. that hot. So um, really happy with that one. Uh, and then we have our all-out chocolate stout, which is which is a chocolate stout. And we got the cacao nibs from our neighbors, Kokonama, their uh, chocolate uh, chocolate store. Um, so it was a little collaboration with them, and just a nice roasty, uh, dark, you know, nice winter beer for the cold months now. That's for a, the, that's for a job season. that wouldn't suck working at a chocolate <laughs> store, huh? Yeah. Uh, and especially when it's next door, right? Exactly. So there's food as well yeah. at North Point. What yeah. you got? So we uh, teamed up with Nook, uh, Nook Italian yep. restaurant. They got a few locations. Shout out to a man. Um, and yeah, we're serving pizzas daily. We've got a brunch pizza going on Saturday, Sunday between 12 and 2. And then uh, right now we got a pepperoni and a margarita pizza going. So nice. super excited about that. Pizza and beer, you can't go wrong with it. Now, I also heard that you have music, so you have live music there? Every Wednesday, Every yeah, Wednesday, with okay. uh, the new restrictions, it's yeah, yeah. kind of gone to a quieter level. But well, because yeah. you brought it up, let's talk about those new restrictions. How socially distant are people? Is it, you got a lot of plexiglass going? Or what, what's, what's the layout of North Point these days? Lots of plexiglass, yeah. yeah. Uh, tables separated with plexiglass, you know, max to a table is six, and just tons of plexiglass that we're able to move around. So if you get two people at one end, you put plexi up put two people at the other and yeah it's a safe environment we've adapted pretty quickly and made it work so I'm and uh paul you've got some uh, really cool beers planned for the next few months anything in the in the, in the chamber up there what are you, you looking for i mean for sure i mean we're about to hit our one year anniversary in december so we're going to do a fun beer for that i'm not going to give away too many details here yeah, yeah. um but we're working on uh you know um 
few things. We're doing uh, we're doing you know a winter winter ale slash IPA style, um, a few other small winter things, but also kind of looking forward to the spring and uh, doing some more stuff in our uh, our cocktail beer series, if you if you will. Um, so we're gonna do some fun stuff with that. So were you given special extension permit to have an outdoor area that was expanded beyond what you initially had, had hoped for? Yeah, I mean the city's been great with that for sure. We uh, it was expiring. October 21st, and they just extended it, extended it to 2021, 20, October 31st. Sorry, 31st. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's been a huge help. I mean, it's 18 extra seats out there. So during the summer, I mean, we don't know any different. It's our first summer, but it's definitely been a huge help. So, Is it heat-friendly for these coming months? Very soon it will be. Okay. Yes, not yet, but uh, <laughs> within the next couple of weeks here. And then we're working on a... Uh, extended patio in the future with an awning that has kind of heaters on top of it. So, Well, happy first anniversary. Thanks so much, And uh, let's have you on the show in 2021, shall yeah, we? Yeah, sounds good. North Point Brewing, 266 First Street East. Liam Jeffries, Paul Kovamis. Thanks, for guys. Cheers. Thanks Cheers, so much, guys. guys. Thank Appreciate you. It. Just Here for the Beer Radio is sponsored by Side Street Tattoo and artist Devin Stacy. If you can imagine it, Devin can create it. It's called body art for a reason, and whether it's something simple or a full sleeve or beyond, it can be done. And in this current environment we live in, it's done in a safe and sterile manner. Been thinking about getting your first tattoo, perhaps adding to an existing or recurring theme already underway? Talk to my friend Devin Stacy at Side Street Tattoo at 26 East Cordova in Gastown or online, sidestreettattoo.com. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040. Once again, here's your host, Joe Leary. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio. This is TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca, an iHeart radio station. Just Here for the Beer Limited, justhereforthebeer.com at JHFTB. And we're broadcasting from the Gull, the legendary oh, yes. Gull in North Vancouver, as we showcase the Shipyards Brewing District, the Lower Lonsdale. And these kind of shows are so vital, Rick, because you need to, first of all, get the brewing community to want to yes, do sir. a collab- collaborative show. But you also need support from you know business improvement or, or business BIAs or, or tourism, tourism departments. Yeah. And with that end, we welcome Greg yes. Holmes to the show. Greg Holmes, the executive director of the Shipyards District, Lower Lonsdale. And uh, Greg, you're pivotal to this because you, you made this show happen. So thank you, first of all, for that. But uh, man, you must be so proud of what's going on here in the Shipyards District. Oh, proud doesn't uh, hardly say it, Joe. It's, uh, it's super exciting what's ha- taking place down here. These new businesses, these new entrepreneurs that are showing innovation like you've never seen before. The word's getting out, and uh, the Shipyards Brewery District is a place to come these days. Well, it's funny because, uh, you know, we have House of Funk. We have uh, uh, Beer Brewing, beer brewing, which celebrated third anniversary. Streetcar just celebrated its first anniversary. And that's not a whole long time. But you go back no. four or five years ago, there was virtually nothing save in the Lonsdale Key. But uh, did you, was this planned? Was this, was council sort of collaboratively thinking that maybe we can get something going because beer was blowing up yeah. in every community? Yeah, they were. And I wouldn't presume to speak for the city, but yeah. the, the city did recognize, uh, working with the BIA, that light industrial areas are perfect for right. craft brewery districts. We have one here. We had one that has room to grow. Um, we, there was interest from craft breweries as well as distilleries. And so they decided early on, after some initial consultation, that maybe create some new zoning Mm -hmm. to allow that, uh, create the new lounge license to allow them to both prosper. Um, And really, it was just a a matter of creating the the stage for things to happen. And and it all happened uh, organically after that. Did you guys uh, ever get a chance or 
thought about looking at the guys out in Port Moody and, and Brewers Row and how that really impacted that area and yeah. was was that something that there, was on your radar? There was absolutely a, a bit of that because notwithstanding what's happening within the, the the breweries down here, I answered to the entire business community. So we did our homework and learned that uh, brewery districts, not unlike the one out in Port Moody, it's the high tide all boats. You know, everybody mm-hmm. benefits when they come into that community. And our community is set up such that, you know, many people will arrive uh, not by car, bike, walking, sea bus, transit, yeah. transit, whatever it is, which is ideally what you want them to do if they're having a couple of beers, which also means when they arrive through those methods, they're spending more time in the larger community, not mm-hmm. just within the ship brewery district. So everybody benefits from it. It was it was a no-brainer. It was definitely a win-win. He is Greg Holmes, the executive director of the Shipyards District, Lower Lonsdale, just here for the Beer Radio Broadcasting from the Gull in North Vancouver. Well, at the risk of aging myself, uh, <laughs> at one point in my life, I was spinning tunes at the Avalon Hotel. Oh, I know it well. So, And I remember <laughs> in those days, because I lived in the city, I did not live in North Vancouver, and when I would be driving home and heading towards the um, Iron Workers Memorial, there was a lot of nothing in North Vancouver. It's amazing. If you've not been to North Van in a good while, prepare yourself because there's tall buildings where there used to be trees. It's amazing what's going on here. Yeah. And, and largely outside of the Shipyards Brewery District, much of that, you know, the, the impetus for much of that was the Shipyards itself on the waterfront that the city protected uh, and made sure that it was going to be public access for the public. But the fact that when they opened up last year with the, the actual Shipyards, which includes the new ice rink as well as a splash park incidentally we'll be having an ice oh, rink wow. again uh, oh. come the end of november and it is the largest free outdoor ice rink in western canada oh, wow where is this going to be so it's right in the shipyards last year was its first year oh, and it was an okay. operation you you okay. wouldn't believe the crowds that were coming down there it's about twice the size as robson square robson, okay. ice yeah. rink to give yeah. you a sense right yeah. um so it just took it to a whole different level but then all of a, all of a sudden a number of other players recognized opportunities in here another hotel opened up other restaurants so where North Vancouver, to your point, years ago was more, you know, a little sketchy and more of an afterthought, it's becoming a destination yeah. and mm-hmm. their first choice to travel to mm-hmm. rather than go to Vancouver and maybe get on the sea bus. Come over here, spend your time, because we've got the hotels, restaurants, breweries, shops, stores, you name it. Everything in what is essentially a fairly, not a fairly, a very authentic, mm-hmm. independent-minded community. You just don't find a lot of franchises or big names out here. It is it is small community here. Well, and it's amazing also, Greg, it's uh, it's just a very short jaunt off the sea bus if you're coming from, from van. Easy walking distance. It's easy walking distance. You've really got something good, good going here. And you mentioned earlier, like, you know, people don't necessarily drive. They, they bike mm-hmm. in it. So is, is the collaborative effort to sort of get more people... Uh, working together in unison to build more of a community in this immediate area? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is where a lot of the growth is happening right now. I mean, it's outside of the fact that the brewery district is adjacent to the water. It's also adjacent to the Spirit Trail, which is nearly complete across the entire North Shore. There's a number of bike rental companies, like our friends at Shipyards Reckless, who rent e-bikes. And often, because I know the owner quite well, often they're getting people to rent those because they want to go to the craft breweries. They don't necessarily come for the exercise or the pedal. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) They're more just looking to get there without a hassle. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's interesting how many other people in ancillary businesses are benefiting or finding ways to partner with this because, again, it's just, you know, it's it's just a no-brainer. Everybody wants to... Uh, it, it's that brainer. entrepreneurial spirit that we were of talking course. about earlier Absolutely. where, you know, smaller businesses, everybody's trying to work together to, to, to 
you know, high tide all boats, right? Yeah, absolutely. Greg Holmes, the executive director of the Shipyards District, Lower Lonsdale. I'm just curious, Greg, when the term was coined. I mean, so what are the origins of it? When did you come on board, and what was the what was the initial vision, and where where do you see it going down the road? Well, at the risk of getting myself into a little bit of trouble, when the BIA was established, the Business Association, which is just barely four years ago now, so it's new. It's the newest one in the province of BC, and still is. Um, you know, you look for a brand, you look for something that's cool, that's kind of gritty and maybe resonates with people, and Shipyards was the name. Uh, the city was a little reluctant because, you know, we do have a work in shipyards, and, and our comment was we absolutely respect and understand that, and that's the appeal of naming the self shipyards because mm-hmm. we don't want to be a manufactured destination. We want to be authentic. So the fact that we have a shipbuilding industry here adjacent to the shipbuilding district Nobody can say we're just grabbing a name because it's cool. It's who we are, and it's who we've always been as the shipyards here. So we decided to brand the business community best we could. I know branding's a bit of a four-letter word with some people, but uh, it took about a year for the community to kind of understand which direction we and the rest of uh, the community wanted to go. And now everybody's jumping on board and saying that's that's an awesome one. Well, I thank you very much for your uh, your tireless work in making sure that we did this show uh, greatly appreciative maybe we'll do another one in 2021 but what uh, give your uh, a chance to make a pitch to any business person out there that's perhaps <laughs> thinking of where am i going to locate my business go if you're a business owner out there come soon and come early because in these covid times we're finding more businesses wanting to move and open up into our community now uh, more so even pre-COVID. So that says a lot about the community where people are prepared to invest. You know, on the craft brewery side, as you're aware, I mean, we've got two other craft breweries and a distillery that have yet to open that will be opening up in the coming months. So that's fantastic. But, you know, if you've got an entrepreneurial mindset, you're innovative, you're all about partnership and community involvement, this is the place for you to grow your business. Small, independent, come to us, we'll take care of you. That says it all. Greg Holmes, thank you very much, sir. sir. Thank you for joining us on Just Here for the Beer. Greg Holmes of the Shipyards District, Lower Lonsdale. Thank you. Executive Director. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio, TSN 1040. I'm Joe Leary. I love a good burger, and I found one that's a combination of In-N-Out Burger meets Shake Shack. It's called Mimi's Burgers, a pop-up burger joint out of Glitch at 2287 West Broadway, two blocks west of Arbutus. It's a simple menu with four burger options, Mimi's Classic, Mimi's Cheeseburger, the Beyond Meat Burger, and the double-sized Honey for the Hungry Burger Lover. Great burgers, Kennebec fries, and trust me, they are good. Check them out for yourself. Mimi's Burgers think Shake Shack meets In-N-Out Burger. They're at 2287 West Broadway. It's the real deal. Mimi'sBurgers.com. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040 and your host, Joe Leary. Just Here for the Beer Radio, TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca, also on the iHeartRadio app. Joe Leary, along with Mr. Rick Mohabir of Sir. Just Here for the Beer Limited at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook for some fascinating posts. And we're not just about beer. Either. No, it, we do all kinds of stuff. We cover really. the booze. We, we cover we our, our basic booze That's categories, right. right? We're joined by Mr. Simon Koldyke, who is the yes. co-founder of Streetcar Brewing, as we're doing a dedicated Welcome. show as we focus on the Lower Lonsdale Shipyards Brewing District in North Vancouver, broadcasting from the Gull on First Street East. Simon, you're a second timer on the show. Um, a lot has changed since we saw you. And I'm going to say it was about probably about a year. What, what's the origin of Streetcar? How long have you been around? Yeah, so we've just been open for just over a year. So yeah. I think you saw me just as I was just opening. Yeah, and, and a cool little place you have. It's 123A 
uh, First Street. Uh, it's sort of an alleyway entrance, but it's a really cool little environment. How's the year been? Uh, uh, take COVID out of the equation for a second, okay? How's how's the year been? Oh, it's been it's been great. Like uh, with without COVID, like we were, the community here has been awesome, and and everyone's really close by. So it's 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 been a good year. So you literally open your doors, because uh, I find that there's that beer nerd community, and I say yeah. that with all due oh, respect, yeah. but there are beer nerds out there. The beer aficionados. The beer aficionados that want to be, you know, the new, new brewery opened up, got a line. Did you, did you, is it immediate when you opened your doors? Yeah, yeah. we posted on Instagram, and we had uh, probably 100 people yeah. uh, there wow. within the first 30 minutes. So It's not crazy. We uh, Did you and I... I know I've been to I've been to streetcar. You've been to it. I, I haven't been there yet. With our, it's, our friend, it's on my to do list. Our friend Darren Hollett from House of Funk. I think we went there. Cool little environment, but again, you know, COVID strikes, and all of a sudden you've got to limit the capacity. And, and I know you had a nice outdoor area allocated. What have what have you what provisions have you made given the circumstances we're under now? Well, we bought a lot of plexiglass, <laughs> um, but otherwise we had uh, some parking and stuff that we've turned into an expanded patio. The city has been really great, sort of working with us on that. Uh, so we were able for at least the summer part to uh, really expand uh, outside. And isn't it interesting, and, and we've talked about this previously, Joe, where the, the wheels of government turn very slowly when you need oh, them yeah. to do something. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden COVID hits mm-hmm. and it's like the brakes all of a sudden fly off of everything. And the things that you need to do in order to survive and, and to thrive. Are, are available to you. Well, as we've often said on this show, Simon and Rick, uh, we hope that these provisions that have been given yes. sort of temporary permis- permission, I hope that they take that temporary away. Because again, you know, you've all proven that you've all been hit and you've all found a way to survive and now hopefully, you know, thrive going forward. But if you can give, be given something temporarily and it works and there's no ill effects from it, why not just keep it going? Definitely. I, I think the big one is especially restaurants being able to, uh, when they're delivering food or you got Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, that they can send a four-pack or something with it as well. That's super key for us because we're, we're trying to stay alive right now. Exactly. And it takes that responsibility and that, that off of you and it, it offers a customer a different uh, approach to being able to get your beers in their house. Yeah. He is Simon Koldyke, the co-founder of Streetcar Brewing, at Streetcar Brewing on Twitter and Instagram, 123A First Street. It's an alleyway entrance. It's a really cool spot. You just celebrated your, your first anniversary. Now, if I remember correctly, when we had you on the show, didn't you have a tech background? Yes, you, yes. Okay, so what took you from tech into beer? Well, you know, you, you, well, even in tech, the industry, uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, workplaces, you, you got uh, you got lines of b- draft beer at, at workplaces. So beer and tech were always c- sort of intertwined. And who doesn't want to sort of open up their own brewery, right? Yeah, <laughs> th- that's that's true. But but you know that in that category, there's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through. I mean, as we've talked about, like there's regulations and, and community and, yes. and you know municipal re- regulations and stuff. But you also got to find yourself a brewer, and uh, you know what? What what made you actually say, you know what? I I'm going to find myself, and I'm going to open my own brewery. What was what was the what was the aha moment? Uh, sort of the uh, I I had I'd, I'd sold one of my businesses and sort of had had some money, and, mm-hmm. and I was really sorry to seeing this uh, the the shipyards district sort of, of growing up, and I we we had done a few sort of uh, food and beverage industry sort of businesses before, so I I really saw that this was going to be a thing. 
Streetcar Brewing, uh, what is the origin of the name? Is there any, any history behind it? Because I know that there is some, some connections to some of the breweries and their names. Is, was it just an arbitrary name you decided on? Or? Well, it was, it was based off, I really love history and sort of the history of, of, of Lower Lonsdale here is that it used to be, we used to have streetcars running up and down Lonsdale and it was a huge part of sort of building this area. The city's actually restored one of the historic uh, streetcars oh, wow. and, and they're putting it in the new museum just down here. So streetcar brewing. The last time we saw you, my things have changed. You weren't uh, you weren't packaging your product before. Uh, no, no, we di we didn't do anything. Actually, the only place the only place you could get our beer is actually coming in and grabbing a drink. Uh, we've just started. We do crowlers now, and we're just releasing our first two barrel aged beers. Uh, one for a little bit late for our anniversary because. You know, something got in the way, and then and then blackberry saison as well. That looks really cool. I like the packaging, man. That's um, and these it, are it's beautiful. It, and then the, you got the wax dip. The, yeah, uh, the, the it adds that little element the, of, of, of something really elegant. Bougie. Yeah, yeah, bougie. Well, not bougie, bougie, but, but um, okay. So, uh, what what are you known for beer beer style wise? Uh well. Uh, Honestly, our, our, our biggest seller right now is, is something called a peach rattler, and it's a half juice, half beer, and, and it's actually one of our bigger sellers. Doesn't anybody make beer anymore? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know can't. what? Every, can't, everybody's got a different first. style, right? And, and you, have, you have to, because if everybody's just cranking out a lager and a pilsner and blah, 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 which they're both fine beers, but you sort of need to yeah. differentiate yourself, and I think yeah. that's probably what I've noticed, certainly in this beer community, that there is a lot of differentiation between breweries. Yeah, and it's it's especially like when you have something like uh, a brewery district, right? You want to be able to go to different places, and if you keep having the same beer, you're not going to want to do the tour. You want to be able to go to different places and have different varieties, mm -hmm. right? Well, speaking of tours, I mean, I know that the Just Here for the Beer Brewery tours are kind of on yeah. hold until we get sort of back to maybe 2021, but uh, this will be a great area to, oh, uh, to do a beer sure. tour through. Even walking distance yeah. for, for most of you guys, sure. right? And so. not, not far from the Lonsdale, or from the Sea uh, Bus. and Sea Bus and everything, um, yeah. It's called Streetcar Brewing. It's a really cool spot, at Streetcar Brewing on Twitter, Instagram, located at 123A First Street. It's the alleyway entrance. Simon Koldyke is the co-founder. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show, and hopefully we'll see you again down the road with more success stories. Yeah, definitely. Cheers. Cheers. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on TSN 1040. Just Here for the Beer Radio, TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca. Also on the uh, iHeartRadio app. You can uh, check to just here for the beer.com, by the way. You can check out previous episodes. Or if you're enjoying this show so much, you got to hear it again and again. Just go to just here for the beer.com. Joel Leary, along with Rick Mohabir. We are at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. And we're joined by Phil Tapping, yeah. who is the general manager of the Gull. We're broadcasting, of course, from the Gull in North Vancouver, the legendary. Formerly the Rusty Gull, if you, if, you, if you have some North Van history. And, of course, we're focusing on the Lower Lonsdale Shipyards Brewing District. Uh, Phil, everybody just raves about this place. We've been in here a couple of times. Uh, how did you fare during the, the initial lockdown period? Everybody got whacked. How bad was it for you? Well, it was pretty bad. Uh, restaurants, obviously, hospitality in general, got hit really bad just because we were forced to do takeout. And weren't allowed anybody in, but we pivoted right off the bat. That word's been used so many times in this industry. Um, we had a big meeting. We next day we were offering full takeout. Every day we were doing specials. Um, yeah, and the community really got behind us and were supporting us, and it, it just helped us out so much. And uh, yeah, again, the North End community—it's just uh, you know the brewers 
everybody all come together and it uh the takeout was a big success and that's kind of what drove the bus and mm -hmm. kept things going into now so it's interesting because the one business i don't think there's another business like it where there's that much camaraderie between competitors i mean even yeah. in the restaurant industry isn't tightly knit like that yeah. you, ha you have some friends in the industry i'm sure yeah. but uh the brewing thing is really important and it's amazing to see what's happened in north vancouver in relatively i mean we beer brewing just celebrated three years even that's hard to believe it's been that long yeah. but three years ago there was like two yeah. and now there's what six yeah and, exactly. and i think there's probably more in the plants still going yeah there's i think three more coming just within mm -hmm. uh, a stone's throw of our place and uh Again, we, we all work together. That's the, the biggest thing down here is just the, the community feel. Is and, every, and everybody supports that, each that other. That speaks, uh, as you said, Joe, to not just the industry, but to supporting local, right? Where everybody is doing the best that they can to support their, their neighborhood, whether it's, it's you know, your neighborhood restaurants, your neighborhood breweries. Luckily, right behind you, there's yeah. a pretty, pretty good residential area. Yeah, exactly. So. And that's huge right now because a lot of people are working from home. Yeah. And um, again, we're uh, it's so lucky to be in this this area, and it's it's constantly developing. You know, just down in Moodyville, there's apartments popping up everywhere, Isn't and that's that just uh, yeah. So we're we're excited about it, and we're you know two and a half, about almost two and a half years in from the renovation, and. It's you, you just see it. It's growing and it's it's exciting. So he is Phil Tapping, the general manager of the Gull 175 First Street East in North Vancouver. I'm just here for the Beer Radio TSN 1040. Well, let's talk. Let's talk food. Let's let's uh, we've, we're going to try your burger yep. later this afternoon, which I'm looking forward to. What is the Gull known for? As you said, you did a Reno. This was the Rusty Gull. Was yep. it a pretty seedy looking place back in the day? Oh, it was. Um, well. Yeah, again, it had its time in the sun. Like it had its charm. It, it was 1983 yeah. that it yep. opened up, so okay. it was you know it was operating for almost 35 years, and near the end, it just kind of started. Um, yeah, it, it had, again, it had its time. Time it, for it, a facelift. It, it needed it, it, needed, yeah. it needed some love, <laughs> and um, again, our our chef, we're we're uh, him and I are both North Van, born and raised, and we've worked in some pretty high-class places and we again we don't want this to be that but the food that comes out of that kitchen is of that of that quality and, and we were talking about that earlier where you know as restaurants are evolving and we're going through the changes that we're going through now you know you've got to have good food good service and, and good value for in order for things to to really work in in and be successful absolutely yeah and that's the one thing that we again know our freezer space is tiny everything's made in-house we do seasonal cooking it's uh our menus change, you know, four times a year because we just go with the seasons and make sure that everything's fresh, everything's yeah, the best it can be. Well, I always judge a place. You got good wings and you got a good <laughs> burger. You, is that is that? Did you tick those boxes? We got we got the burger. We don't do the wings. You don't do wings. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But we do again the house ground burger. Yeah. So we we grind it in house every day. Um, it's been a huge hit for us. Like it really. Wednesday today is our uh, burger and beer night, and that's right. again it's one of our busiest nights just because. Again, the and as, as a trivia yeah. host myself, I understand you do a Tuesday night trivia. We how's do, that, we that do trivia. It's uh, it's it's caught on. Yeah. It's really good. And again, right now we do it at a safe distance. Everybody's again six feet away, and it's uh, but it's very it's very successful. We're very happy about it. It's hard to project the future because we don't know what the future brings. But you know, I mean, because we're we're so close to. I mean, you can now say Christmas because we're two months away from Christmas. We can now say it. Yep. But you can't do the buyouts anymore. You can't do a private party nope. anymore. I don't. What New Year's Eve? Are you allowed to be open until one or two in the morning? Nope. I, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, we just again we've we've just had to switch what we do. Like we're pivot. we're exactly pivot. <laughs> I, I hate hate saying that word too much, but it's very <laughs> true. <laughs> And uh, again, we've 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 focused um, more on the dining aspect now, and you know, getting people in, having good food, enjoying the time with people, because now getting out of the house is uh, 
it's an important thing and yeah. it's a you know it's an occasion for people so we want to make sure that they're feeling comfortable well taken care of get a good bite get a good drink so and we've talked yeah. about this too joe as as this is moving along as long as as customers and clients are coming in and feeling safe and seeing what you're doing and being happy with it they're going to co- continue to come back and that word of mouth slowly yep. spreads through the community and everybody's happy with that and that Absolutely. that you know as to what you're doing. Well, as we've realized, I mean, you can't just shut down and shutter everything up and move on. You have to, we have to have some degree yeah. of life and, yep. and if, as long as you can learn to live with it. But it's, uh, it's nice to see that, you know, you're back and doing some degree of normalcy, whatever yep. that may be in the end of 2020. But yep. here's to better days ahead. Yep. Phil Tapping, the general manager of The Gull, located at 175 First Street East in North Vancouver. Thanks for having us, man. Good Thank to see you. Thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Much appreciated. Well, that is a wrap from the Lower Lonsdale Shipyards Brewery District. And our thanks to uh, Greg Holmes, who is the executive director of the Shipyards District, Lower Lonsdale. And our thanks to everybody that participated in Just Here for the Beer. First of all, from Phil, yes, from the Gull. from the Gull and the that Gull. delicious burger. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. My goodness. And congratulations to Chef, because we want to come back oh, and try dude, more of what, yeah. what Chef is capable of. Uh, beer Brewing in North Vancouver, House of Funk, Streetcar, North Point Brewing, Greenleaf Brewing, all participants of the show. And if the good Lord's willing, we will do another one of these in 2021. Thank you, Rick. Cheers. Thank, thank you to Justin Quan. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, Canada's original dedicated beer and spirits radio show. Produced by Justin Kwan.